airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B's over in Studio CC. We'll grab some of your calls a little bit earlier in the third segment, get more of them in. Um, as I understand, as we wrapped up the show yesterday, there were more calls, more people wanting to respond. Uh, to the topic yesterday, have you been converted? And so mm. if you want to join uh, that discussion, carry over from yesterday, but we want to expand it today. Uh, we'll allow more time for that. So okay. uh, keep keep listening. We get to the end of the show, open the phone lines up a little bit earlier. Um, I do want to make some announcements, but before we do that, Will, I just, so we had a, we had a debate last night in Las Vegas. Yeah. Interesting. So, are you closer to deciding who you're which one of those guys you'd vote for, like in the Democratic primary? Who, who have decided. you picked your person? Yeah, have you? <laughs> none of them. Which which one? It's Isn't none that of funny? Them. People, somebody just pulled off on the side of the road, and they were like, "What? I knew it. I knew that the quiet ones. You can't trust them. He doesn't say much. I knew he was a Democrat. I knew it." No, nah, um, actually, I'm independent. Okay, well, so listen, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> you with your old righteous, you know, well, I, nobody knows me. You don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Oh, well, that's you. You're, uh, no, I'm just joking. I'm joking when I, anyway, we're married. We're, it's safe. I can clown you. Where are you going to go? Um, you're stuck. I'm, we're stuck, you know. Uh, so yep. we're stuck with each other. Mm-hmm. May as well get over it, the song says. Uh, so there you go. Uh, but no, there was a debate last night, and mm-hmm. so we we. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one I watched too. I, yeah, I, I wanted to see it because Bloomberg was supposed to be on. Yeah, mean, it had high ratings too. I so. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was entertaining. <laughs> so you know, yesterday was was my birthday, so we had a quiet evening at home mm-hmm. uh, with the kids, and mm-hmm. it was just a fun fun time. And then you know the debate started, so of course we're like, all right, bedtime, everybody, get out, you know. <laughs> And uh, and and so you put the two little ones to bed, and the big three get to stay up a little bit later. And of course, you know JD, um, the professor, wants to watch the debate with us. And it, it's interesting watching a debate with a kid. One, you don't know what's going to be said. It used to be that you could watch debates, and, and right. it would be boring for them, but it would be <laughs> right. safe boring. Yeah. Now it's boring for them, but it's like electric. You don't know what what's going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's a different type of uh, debate. But we're we're watching it and and you realize how much you take for granted that, you know, what, you know, these candidates and you've observed them. So you and I would share chuckles and, you know, most of them came when Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, man. Look, let me (laughs) look, guys. All right. Now, I'm 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 a nice person. All right. But there are some things. Thank you. There are some (laughs) things that are just funny. Whenever Joe Biden is preparing for his question, he always looks as if he's staring straight into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, 
it's his face. And so whenever he's waiting, when they say, uh, um, you know, Joe, Joe, whatever, how are they address him? I don't remember. But when it, they're like, you know, this is for you. And um, and and so he's waiting. He always looks like there is a glare bouncing <laughs> off his eyeball. And and and, you know, he's trying to follow what's going on. And then almost every time I have not observed this every time. Now, every time with the glaring eye thing, yes. <laughs> when he's waiting for his question to fully be laid out, yeah. he is squinting one and eye. And you can tell he's thinking about he's what to say. It's like you could see him he's, thinking. He's, it's, it's, he's, he don't do a good job of just flowing. So, <laughs> oh, man, he just, what I think is happening in that moment, the face looks like he's staring into, like, you know, the sun. And, but I think yeah. what is happening in that moment is that the man is up there telling the hamster, okay, get back on now. Here we go. Here we go. All right, are you ready? Get on the wheel. <laughs> right. And so then he gets ready to, to answer the question. And you can tell if the hamster has been going too fast mm-hmm. because once he's done talking, his lips still quiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Joe Biden. Yeah, um, Joe Biden. And, and also they lit up. Uh, they lit Bloomberg up. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it was like no oh, mercy, man. <laughs> you coming um, in this ring? <laughs> you see, um, wow, Bloomberg. I man, I didn't know that they they were that angry oh, with man. him. No, He's I too did. rich. I, right, exactly. <laughs> the, the the fight between Bloomberg and Bernie. And you know, Bloomberg where Bloomberg and is like, you got three houses, and yeah, which is like a mortal sin. Like you cannot have and to be a liberal. You can't have. Three houses. You know what yeah. I mean? And so you you see Bernie, forgive me for too. that. Bl- man, Bloomberg and Warren. like Oh, my goodness. And Klobuchar and Buttigieg. And yeah, everybody now took what some happened? shots. Oh, oh, yeah, those two were going at it. Man, I feel like, you know, you remember the you remember the old movies? And excuse oh me for goodness. this, but you remember, like, <laughs> remember the old movies where they'd have this fight scene breakout? And um, you'd have just it'd be a free for all brawl. And then somebody would always just kind of walk up with this, the breakaway glass bottle and just hit anybody over the head. They're not even involved. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just like a thing. Yeah. I felt like that's what the Democrats were doing last night. You know, yep. it was this thing of, you know, we're all fighting. Right. And somebody's somebody's got to get hit. They, they felt like they had to turn it up a notch. They were like, OK, because from what I heard, oh, I, I, this is the first one I watched. So. Yeah. From what I was hearing, like this was the the rawest one. This was the well, one where all the, the gloves came off. And, I tell you, know. you, what I have done, <laughs> what I have been doing uh, during their debates is really just getting the Cliff's notes. Right. You know, so I watch, <laughs> I just Man. watch YouTube clips the next day because I, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear them fight over who's poorest but wealthy. And I'm trying I don't to imagine. Hear that. It's insulting. Which one of them is going to go up against President Trump? And man, well, that's going to be brutal. Like goodness, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was oh waiting. I was I was waiting for Amy Klobuchar to do the whole like sister neck turn with her fingers. <laughs> she was getting real upset. And I yeah. I thought at one point she might actually take her earrings out. Yeah, I, I really did. Because she uh, was like, Mayor Pete. he was like, uh, yeah, uh, are you and saying was, that I'm stupid or I'm dumb? Man, like, I, what are you trying to I, say? Like, man, you call me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, man. I felt at she one point the name of the, the she was going to say, look, boy, <laughs> don't play with me. Okay. You respect your elders. While you were still coloring with your tongue hanging out your mouth. No, I'm just kidding. They were, they were just, they were raw. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, that's what happens when you really don't have a plan to do anything great in the country. You just mm. attack each other. Mm. You just go after each other. I, it is, it really is the race to the bottom. 
<laughs> right? It's who can shroud what they want to do in enough flowery terms that people might be enticed, right? You know what I'm saying? Who can who can say that? And so then you've got you've got Bloomberg who's like, "No, there's nothing wrong with me being a billionaire." No, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and I know some people may hear you say that, though, Meek. They might say, well, President Trump, you know, he was like insulting the people. He was. Did he not have a plan? I think I think what it really is, I think they know that they're going to have to try to hang with President Trump. So they're trying to, like, show that we're I'm tough, too. You know what I'm saying? Like you have your Bloomberg, you have your especially Biden. He might challenge him to a, a push up match or something. Yeah, but I don't see President Trump apologizing for his success. I think he has the opposite. No, no, issue. no. But I mean, like the, the name call and stuff like that. People may say, well, he well, he was doing the same thing. He was pretty brutal, you know. But I think on the Democrat side, I think they, they whoever comes out of there, they know that they're going to have to swing some punches. Oh, and, and, and so land them. And land them. They better them. do more than but swing. I, I think they they're better gonna swing and fall land. Fall way behind because yeah. President Trump is like on a different level. <laughs> I no, because don't think they're can... the they're the party of hurt feelings. They can't yeah. do it though. It's not yeah. a. It's not going to be a genuine type it's, thing. It's, it's going to be terrible because like with this economy and everything, like oh my man, goodness, they can't really. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see that. Well, I think if if uh, if Joe Biden keeps you know um, talking directly to Black African Americans, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he said that. Not this time, but in the past. Yeah, in the past. If he keeps, Black African. if he, <laughs> <laughs> what is, bruh? All right, come on. I was like, I was like, Joe, they want to put you back in chains, Biden. Oh my goodness! And uh, and, and JD kept saying, "Why are you guys laughing?" Because we'd start laughing before he even started talking. It's because of that staring at the sun yeah, thing. Yeah, his facial expressions were like. Like I, I felt like in his mind, whenever the question was kind of formulating, mm-hmm. I feel like. In his mind, he was like, come on, girl, out with it. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I got a plan. Black people. <laughs> what questions can you possibly have? You can tell when the Democrats don't like, you know, people. You can tell who they favor and in, in the in the way that mm-hmm. they kind of all they kind of go toward that one person and they're trying to take that person out. Mm-hmm. I would say last night it was Bloomberg. Would you oh, say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's yeah. Um, weapon was pointed at him. I know yeah. they don't like weapons, but they had him pointed. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't, I, I've, I've never seen people with so much money try to make it look sinful. Exactly. And hope that nobody reveals and, them. Man, did you see one thing, though, that, <laughs> that got Bernie Sanders and uh, Elizabeth Warren, is, uh, probably all of them mad. Was Bloomberg actually called them communists? He was like, yeah. And but Bernie now, got did mad. you notice? Yeah. Well, of course, Bernie got. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm not a communist. Yes, said, I'm a socialist said, on my way to communism. That's a lie. Give me credit. But Bloomberg I'm, said, you know, I don't know what they're thinking about capitalism. It's not going anywhere. These people. That's what he, he said. That he's like. Now, when he called them communists, though, did you? I don't know if you noticed this. That the audience booed yeah, his comments. I know. Which, again, says a lot about Democrats. They booed that he would even point out that these people want <laughs> to take the country in the communist right. direction. I mean, it's true. It is. It's true. They can say what they want. But anyway, I thought I thought a great zinger was uh, Bloomberg basically not apologizing for his wealth, for his success, saying that he, he gives it away. He right. has made the determination that he's going to give his money away. Right. That's that's true benevolence. And they tried right? to hit I mean, him on that because he said he worked he worked hard for it. And then uh, Sanders said, but no, you got to give some of that to your workers. Your workers. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. It's called wages. <laughs> All right. And I wouldn't even say it's giving it. it's paying them. It's, it's called 
wages. But it's it sounds so just very much like, you know, uh, yeah. President Obama, you didn't build that. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's it's just exactly it, it's like it you you owe everybody something. And and who was it? It was um, I want to say, uh, was it Jeff Bezos, the Amazon founder who was talking about how, um, you know, Amazon somebody made a comment. I don't know if it was Bezos himself, but somebody made a comment recently about Amazon hmm. owing its success its success to like interstate and and roads hmm. and things like that like mm-hmm. that Amazon would not be what it was without interstates and okay. roads okay okay but <laughs> like what percentage of that success comes from that yeah i mean you, but, you understand it's like I mean, saying and that so you, what though i mean so you can't capitalize on there being roads i mean like i don't understand the people's beef with people having money like well, my and they and they're rich is, all of them up there have <laughs> they're not the working person they're not like the you know so what i'm disconnected. saying did you see that footage of elizabeth warren a while back uh getting off a private jet trying to hide behind one of her staffers i heard about it did you see, see it. that video oh man it is it's so dumb it's like man come on now y'all talking about stuff y'all don't actually do I hypocrites just, <laughs> i just wish that real people would conduct these debates yeah. you know will people like and i'm not trying to put us out there <laughs> but people like me and you I, and, I, I would need I, I would need my soundboard though because I would need to have exactly my um, what I'm saying. my clips. Uh, come on, you man. big dummy, come on, uh, come man. On, man. I need all my I, stuff. I, yeah, and, and they, you know they <laughs> might call us unprofessional. They might say that you know we can't. There's no way you guys can conduct a debate like this. But I mean, look at what we're working with. Man, come you know on, what I mean? You know? Yeah. Give us give us something that we can work with. Anyway, it 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 really is. Um, it's con- it is concerning. Like I I you know I don't want to joke too lightly here. Um, it's concerning that these people really have their eyes set on the Oval Office. Like they really see themselves as the best possible outcome for this country. Um, None of them. And I, and I don't want to be cocky or, you know, overly assured or anything like that. Right. But I I don't see any of them um, as a threat to, to president Trump. What do you think? Yeah. I I would have to say the same thing. I mean, I'm always, I feel kind of like hesitant in that, you know, saying like, you know, because you never know what can happen between now and then, you know. But I'm like, man, I'm just not impressed by anybody on that. I don't see anyone on that panel, on that stage that can really take it to President Trump. I just don't see it, especially with his economy and all that stuff going for him. I just don't see it. This is the worst possible time in the history of the Democrat Party, in the history of the Democrat Party. And let me think about this. This well, I don't know. This is a bad time. Let me say it this way. This is a bad time to be a black Democrat. Because hmm. if you're looking over there, you're going, man, that's what that y'all want us to choose from this. <laughs> like, you're like, really? You want us yeah. to choose from this? And they're going to be like, yeah. And Joe is like, and in conclusion, Obama. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> All oh right. My goodness. Aaron, the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. system the the um the development and expansion of that uh-huh. led to um the success of like the sears mail order catalog you know okay. 
And uh, so you could say, yes, there are developments and things like that that help to make entrepreneurs successful. Um, but look, we all have access to these roads. You right. know, it, it was but yeah. Bezos did something different. And you know what I mean? Like, why can't we just say that? I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's fine. It's it's concerning. And we're not going to stay here too long. We don't we don't often, um, you know, delve into politics. No. Uh, we pay attention to it. We have to know if we want to be. Uh, faithful, if we want to be responsible with what we've been given, we have to know what's going on. So we try to do that. And, um, but you know, we, we mainly focus on what's happening in the culture and Mm -hmm. what's pushing back against the church. So we want to want to stay in our lane, but look, um, having gotten all that out of our system, (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll move on. I'm concerned that um, we have made uh, covetousness, something that's on the ballot. Mm. You know what I mean? But let me say this, um, before it was firmly on the ballot, it was growing in our churches. Mm. We, we had sermons where we were, you know, preaching that there, there is something that belongs to you, right? There's something that you need to go and get. And so, um, (laughs) anyways, uh, you know, so yeah. when we see that happening in the culture and we see that happening in politics, just know that it kind of started happening in our churches first. And, yeah. you know, people will, will debate me on that. And that's fine. Anyway, welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will Nuss, Jason Nelson with Nothing Without You. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. Registration is still open and yes. will be open until June for the Marriage, Family and Life Conference. Mm-hmm. Marriage, Family, Life Dot net. Right now we have our early bird rates going, so make sure you register uh, before April first. And uh, so we we're gonna we have that rate going. We have a, um, a special uh, concert that's going to be happening for especially for the young people. If, if you like certain type of music, hype music, good music, um, we're gonna have that on the first night on that Thursday, and also the registration. But after that, the events start. We have the schedule. On the website, you can go to marriagefamilylife.net. On the About page, you can find the schedule and you can find hotel information. You know, so we have some hotels that have blocked some rooms off. So you want to get that while you can. Well, make sure you go to the website, marriagefamilylife.net. Register for the conference. Get your tickets. It'll be June 25th through the 27th. Looking forward to seeing you there. Wade and uh, we didn't go into a whole lot of detail. I'm sure there are some people who may have been familiar with the story and then others who have not. So let's kind of fill in a little bit of those gaps. And again, around the the backdrop, um, I guess, of being converted as it Mm. as it is uh, defined by (laughs) homosexuals, that that was the aim that America would get over its aversion to homosexuality and that there was a strategic approach to that marketing and psychology mm. were involved in getting us to where we are now. And, yeah. and so let me say something. There are many Christians who have struggled with being accused of being hateful and it's it's been really hurtful to you and you've taken um, mm. inventory. You've kind of taken a step back and, and done this uh, introspective look at yourself where you say, man, <laughs> I, I don't hate people, do I? You know, you ask those questions, but I've got to tell you something. If you are a Christian who is still holding to the authority of the word of God right Mm -hmm. now at this point in 21st century America, if you are resisting what God calls sin, what God defines as sin, and if you are standing against that actively, that means that you have the kind of mental metal to make it. 
That means the Lord God by his spirit has equipped you, but you also have a, a type of mental toughness that you've been able to resist the propaganda. Yeah. I don't know if many people take a step back and think about this. Now, of course, in order to think about this, you have to be aware that there is a playbook. You have to be aware that there is a a system and that there was a systematic approach to causing Americans to shift in the way they thought about sexually deviant behavior. Mm-hmm. There was. They've been successful. So the yeah. playbook, the book is out of print. We've talked about this and we'll continue to talk about it from time to time. But just so you know that if you are still standing strong, mm-hmm. right, yeah. the truth you started out holding on to, if you are still holding on to that truth, mm-hmm. just know that the Lord has blessed you with a certain mental toughness that you can resist propaganda. Yeah. yeah. You can resist being manipulated. Right. You know, and not a lot of people have that strength. Not a lot of people have the ability to be able to withstand that. So right. anyway, having said that, um, Will, do you want to kind of start to fill us in a little bit? Talk about Dwayne Wade mm. and what he announced um, and what we've seen kind of progress in his son. Yeah, basically, you know, his son, uh, Zion, and <laughs> that's his name. But he 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 went out and said that um, his son had these feelings that he was a, a, a girl since I think he said age three <laughs> that, you know, he felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now he is out out there publicly saying that he supports his son Zion and he's calling his son a girl and changing, you know, allowing mm-hmm. uh, Zion to change his name to Zaya. <laughs> and uh he's he's saying mm-hmm. that he's fully mm-hmm. condoning it that uh that he's supporting it mm-hmm. that he's proud to have a son or a child that's lgbtq and all this stuff and i i, I feel like you know um a lot of this i'm just gonna say has been influenced by his wife yeah. i'm just gonna say you know i, I think because mm-hmm. when you look I agree. at Dwayne wade you know and i and i like basketball i followed you know him for a while. You know you saw a lot of changes happen with his, with his dress. Even you know when he got with Gabrielle Union. You know, and you start to see him wearing yes. outfits that I thought was very suspect. I'm like, man, these guys are, and not only him, but that's mm-hmm. other guys that. But I just noticed the capris and wearing these pants that women wear and stuff like that. And I was like, man, what's going on? You know, and I gotta imagine if your yeah. son is seeing you wear that stuff, you know, at some point. If, you know, you may not be telling telling your son, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm homosexual." I, but mm-hmm. I would imagine if a son sees his father wearing clothes like that, he he would start to feel like, "Hey, let me." You know, I think it opened doors. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And so, so there, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that this is also sort of like a ticket in culture. Like this is yeah. the thing that is, um, it's it's like you know. I hate to say it this way, but it's it's like, oh, I have black friends. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's very similar to like thing. to having this past and culture yeah. where it's like, yeah, you know, I'm with it. I'm right. woke. Right. And so what you see Dwayne Wade doing um, and other people are doing this in Hollywood. These people are all followers, Will. Yep. These people are followers. They don't they they present as if they're strong. But really, they're just following the culture. They're all just trying to stay afloat, and right? They're the all trying to matter, yeah. all trying to be significant. That's the thing. They're all they they are pretty much followers, but they have the masses following them. Like it's followers, you know. 
uh, and people, like especially young people, following them. But they're not uh, leaders. They're followers, too, of the culture and what's being dictated, you know, to the culture. So it's like, man, you know, we, we have to raise children that are culture proof. So when they see things like that, they'll say, no, I'm, I don't I'm not with that. And they'll have the boldness to stand up against uh, those things that we see and it, that that's deviant in, in the culture. Yeah, no, I could not agree with you more. And you see that if it's difficult for um, adults, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine what it's like for kids. Right. If it's difficult for adults, imagine what it's like for kids. So you've got Dwayne Wade, who is making sort of the press junket. He's got a new um, ESPN documentary out. And so this is all promotion. But notice that the promotion really centers around or revolves around his child yep. who is confused about his sexuality. So one of the things Dwayne Wade was on Ellen mm -hmm. and then he was on Good Morning America. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of the promotion of this documentary um, mm -hmm. sort of hinges on Dwayne Wade being an ally and an advocate for um, the LGBTQ yeah. Homosexuality. plus <laughs> oh, the, yeah. community yeah right and so in in these interviews he's talking about that his son has known now listen he's saying that his son has known that he is a girl since he was three so he's saying that for the last nine years his son has known that he is a girl and then furthermore his son has brought the family on this journey. So in other words, mm. we are just following the child's lead. Big giveaway. <laughs> Why are you there then? <laughs> right. Why are you there? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the question you know, that should be asked because, you know, when you have the, the child leading the family, so mom, dad, dad primarily, like what's going on, you know? And, and we see what's going on now. So they're using this, it seemed like, and and making this advantageous for them as far as this documentary, you know, and it's it's like, man, I think they're uh, uh, doing it. It's child abuse, you know. Mm -hmm. It's child abuse. This this child is what eleven, twelve, and you twelve, twelve, twelve. Man, when we know that feelings change, that's feelings. That stuff change. You you know, you may be confronted with certain things, but those things change as you get older, you know. And and it's not. But they're, they're making it like it's fixed. This is how that he knew it from three years old. I just don't buy any of that because things change, you know. Mm -hmm. And 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 I think for the child to be leading the family, man, that's so destructive and so bad. You know, it's, it's just outrageous what's happening there. So I actually see this as a part of America's conversion therapy. Mm. I see all of the propaganda that surrounds this and, and all of the, the press interviews and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, the discussion that surrounds this. I see this as a part of America's conversion therapy where wow. Americans will come over to the other side because this becomes normalized in our midst. Yeah. Let me say this one other thing here about uh, Dwayne Wade and what he has said about his son. And it probably to me is one of the saddest aspects. And, and all of it, all of it is sad. But he says in this um, Good Morning America interview, I believe it was that, um, you know, talking about his son is their leader. And, of course, he uses female pronouns for the son. We're not going to do that. We're not going to tell lies, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but he refers to the son, um, you know, as if the little boy is a girl. But then he says that the little boy came to, to them and said, 
I believe that I am a girl. I don't think I'm gay. And I'm, I'm quoting him here. I don't think I'm gay. This is how I identify myself. This is my gender identity. I identify myself as a young lady. Now listen to this. This is what Dwayne Wade says that his 12 year old son said to him, quote, I think I'm a straight trans because I like boys. Now. <laughs> what? You know, uh, somebody asked me recently, a, a friend said, what would you do in this situation if your son came? You know, I said, well, <laughs> I could tell you a few things I wouldn't do, you know, and that would be go along with his name change. Mm hmm. Start calling my son a girl like none of that's happening, you know. And yeah, we would sit down, we would talk, we would do some things. But to give into the lie, you know, when I'm the parent, you know, and I think about a Laura Perry, what her mm -hmm. mom did. Refuse to validate. Refuse to validate yes. that. Yes. You know, pray for her daughter. Pray that, you know. But also, I'm not calling you what you want to be called. I, I'm I'm saying what God made you. You know, Amen. And Amen. And, and so I I know it could be a difficult situation. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm like, man, you know, this is so sad that the parent is following the the direction of the, of the child. Man, you know, this is we're just living in a really um, it, it's an unbelievable time. And and I, I referenced the um. The Wall Street Journal article or op-ed where you had these two um, biologists talking about that there's mm -hmm. no spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. That we just have male or female. Right. And one of the things that they actually said in this op-ed is that what is happening with the transgender movement in this country. And think about this. We're, we're talking about an evolutionary biologist, right? A developmental biologist. They don't have a religious dog in this hunt, if you will. Okay. Right. So there, there's nothing that they're trying to say um, to get to any type of, you know, here is my feelings or here, here are my thoughts. Right. They're talking about biology. They're talking about, so to speak, zeros and ones. Yeah. Right. Let's look at the facts. Let's let's look at the evidence. Let's respect science. And this is what they said in their in their commentary. They said that um, when you take this type of behavior and then you start to tell a child, a young child in particular, that, you know, we need to fix your body so that it aligns with what is in your head. They say that this is similar to the kind of gay conversion therapy that liberals are often lamenting. Mm. They say the hmm. only difference is now, instead of uh, the minds that are being converted to bring children into pop proper alignment, they're trying to convert the bodies mm. they're trying to make. So it's the same thing where you are taking a kid and, 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 at least according to them mm -hmm. and trying to shift things around. Wow. Now what's the safest bet for a kid who is confused about their sexuality? Is it safest to put these kids on puberty blocking hormones? Is it safest to mutilate their bodies? Is it safest to take them to points where there is no return? Or is it safest to walk through this with this kid and treat this the way we have historically treated this as a mental disruption. This is what we're talking about. 
Now, look, that's not PC. And I know a lot of people will hear me say that and say, look, that's insensitive. Well, if you think that's insensitive, maybe you've been converted. Mm. Maybe you've been won over. If we believe that God tells the truth, then that means when things come in conflict with the Lord's truth, those things are lies. That's right. Those things are lies. All right. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll grab the break and be right back. ago, J.D. said to me, Mom, I found the snooze button on my alarm clock. I didn't know it had one of those. <laughs> oh, man. Man, son. Yeah, you need I to try find to that. protect you from that. Like, it's all downhill from now. It really on. is. Like, you, you just... I just don't use it. I know. It's... Man, it's... Yeah, man, anyways, the, the problem sorry. is... I'm about to get yeah. on a little rant, right? The problem is... I know how is, you feel about it. Okay. The people that use them... Wow. Like, and by like, people, like everybody, you. he means me. Okay? Let's just be you clear. Know, Let me be clear. If you're Go in ahead. a room with someone who used the snooze button and you're st- and, and the alarm is going off every five minutes <clears throat> and you're still actually, trying to sleep. It's actually nine and a half minutes. Okay, but go ahead. I understand the point sleep. you're making. Yeah. It's like, man, just get up or yeah. like, come on. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I had a come on, man button at home. Yeah, you don't need that. Um, (laughs) I'll tell you what you do need. uh, Someone to cook you dinner tonight because (laughs) what you just. (laughs) I'm just saying, man, I'm just not. I I don't know how Uh our listeners feel, but snooze button. I think uh, I can't stand them. Like, I'm like a get up when when the alarm ring. Get up. Yeah, and just the fact that you do that makes my head hurt in the morning. <laughs> I I have a headache. There's a dizziness that uh, I feel at the fact that someone just hears an alarm and bolts out of the bed. Who it's does time that? To get like, up. Just my this is my thing. And then we're gonna open the phone lines. This is not what the show is about because we're asking a serious question. Have you been I'm just converted? Saying. Okay, but here is my get question up. though. After this serious question, have you been converted? Here is my question to you. Yes. Why? Can't you just simmer for a second? Maybe no. the Lord wants to speak no. to you before you're bounding out of the bed, hitting the floor, <laughs> no, it, and running and turning on lights. Speaking. You, you're sleeping more. Like, it's time to get up. It's it's time to get up. I will say this. If you don't, I, then you're prone to stay there. And that's what happens. And it, it just keep ringing every nine minutes or whatever it is. Man. Um, <laughs> why do you have to expose me? Um, I will say this. I have had some of the most wonderful revelations in that third snooze moment. And that third <sighs> snooze moment where you just you no, feel just like get you up just... and pray. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. That's so good. <laughs> once, once you pull out prayer. I mean, Jesus was like, couldn't you not, you know, <laughs> not tarry? <laughs> His, his disciples was going to sleep, man. They probably they probably was hitting the snooze button. Eight eight eight. Oh boy. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. 
right after she was given the fruit, <laughs> she was given a snooze button, and then she tried to hand it to her husband. Oh, man. He but her like, husband was like, man, get out of here with that. <laughs> we didn't been kicked out of the garden. I don't want a snooze button. Look at what you've done. Don't you care? Look at what you've done. Oh, uh, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Any counselor standing by can call. And uh, anyone who wants to participate in this conversation that we're having, let me say this as the phone lines get queued up. Um, this is uh, disturbing and alarming, you know, but this is, again, where we are. And and kind of we had the story a couple of days ago. We didn't get to it. I want to bring it in today again, talking about where we are in America. Have we been converted? Has mm-hmm. the church kind of been won over um, the first assemblies of God congregation? Mm. Um to announce that it has kind of switched over to fully affirming LGBTQ people yeah. um, is, is a church in Texas, a church in Texas, the lead pastor of that church, Dan Matlock and it's icon church in Kyle, Texas made the announcement in a sermon on Sunday, February the 9th that, um, his congregation would now be open to LGBTQ persons on staff and that the church building would be available to host same sex weddings and ceremonies. And, um, and this is, this is another one of those things. Of course, assemblies of God um, said, no, you're out. So the churches were moved from the, the, I appreciate that the webs. Oh yeah. No, they were swift. They didn't let them stay up in there. mm -mm. It was like, okay, y'all got to get out of here. That was it. They're done. I appreciate that. And that's good. I mean, but that's what's going to have to happen. Like, you can't have a tepid response to something like this. But again, I would say that this pastor and this this man who is still now over a church um, as a pastor said that he started to kind of delve into some of these books. You remember we started talking about this a while back when you talk about the gay Christian and Mm -hmm. gay celibate Christian and and, and, uh, Matthew Vines, I think. And so he started to delve into this and see where this was compatible with genuine Orthodox Christian doctrine. Mm. That's deception. That's deception coupled wow. with what has been worked over in the United States of America through p- propaganda, um, manipulation, control, media campaigns. This is after the ball um, successfully working, right? Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. Will the great 888-589-8840. Where do we go first? All right, let's go to Jessica in Texas. Hi, Jessica. Well, hi, Miki. How are you doing? All Hello. Right. So, so many things, but first and foremost, Miki, that uh, impression of Bernie Sanders. Girl, I laughed so hard, and thank you for that. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. That more often. Um, but also, yeah, just this whole week, I wanted to say thank you because I have been um, so convicted over a lot of this. I wanted to always lead with love, and I've always wanted to make sure that, like, you know, I'm I'm living an example of Christ and being an example of Christ's love to everyone. But mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to these confrontation or not confrontations, but when it comes to these interactions, you know, I I have friends and family members who are in the LGBTQ community, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the love is not always necessarily going to make you feel good. Love is is what's going to bring you health and bring you wellness and that's right and bring you closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I just I want to thank you because everything that you're saying has just been able to release so much guilt that I've felt mm. um, and so much heartache that comes with that message that we hear all the time that is 
you know, if we believe what God says to be true about what his design for marriage is, then mm-hmm. somehow that makes us hateful and somehow that mm. makes us discriminatory and, and bigoted. Mm. So just from the bottom of my heart, thank you for bringing this out and, and making this uh, available for everyone. God bless you, my dear sister. Thank God bless you. you. And and I got to tell you, I really appreciate your comments because for everything that you just expressed is why we have these tough conversations publicly. Yeah. Because you're not alone, Jessica. Right. There's so many right. people feeling what you're feeling. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the great. Where do we go next? Uh, let's go to uh, Britain in Arizona. Hi, Britain. Hey, how y'all doing today? Good. Hello. Good. Okay, so I got two things. One, the Jeff Bezos thing. You know, those people pay more taxes than we do, so he helped build the highways that he's driving on. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead. And I get aggravated these people who try and say, try to justify homosexuality by saying there's homosexuality in the animal kingdom. Mm. These people must not watch Animal Planet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, Britton. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. You know, I want to say something. You know, when we try to um, try to compare ourselves to animals and, 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 and things like that, you know, it's you, you really got to stop at a certain point. You know, J.D. loves animals, yeah. right? And so he's recently gotten this book um, that is filled with all of these animal facts. And, man, he's just been running them down to me. And it's getting some of the things that happen in the animal kingdom mm-hmm. that there is no there's no human comparison to that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, And, I, and I, I have an idea of where Britain is going because I know that there have been some studies and some things out there. But, look, humans are humans. Right. And animals are animals. That's right. <laughs> so there you go. You got a cool name, though, Britain. Thank you so much for calling. Will the Great, where do we go next? Let's go to Laurie in Oklahoma. Hi, Laurie. Hi. I love you. I love you both. You're fantastic. Um, Thank you. A couple things. One, to the basketball player who's affirming his child's confusion and mental mm. illness. You show me yes. a three-year-old that tells me that they're another sex. I'll show you ten three-year-olds that try to convince you they're a bunny, a kangaroo, <laughs> right. a rabbit, yes. a tiger. That's right. You don't bank That's right. on something the child tells you. That's right. The other half of that, something uh, grievous, is the condition the church is in, the body of Christ as a whole. We are drinking the Kool-Aid to a sickening, toxic degree. I can't Come tell on. you how many times. I've heard pastors say things about homosexuality and, you know, almost coming at believers, you know, that are in the audience at church, like, mm-hmm. do you know a homosexual? Have you talked to a homosexual? You know, part of the problem with homosexuals is the Christian hate. And my, my thing is when people mm. come at me with this propaganda, I said, do you know a Christian that has said to you that I hate gays? Because I'm going to tell come you right on. now, in all my years as a believer, I've met one one, and I'm going on 30 years, mm. and I'll tell Come you something on. else. It is in my own family, and it kills me. Mm. My sister is very, very friendly to the homosexual community. She claims to be a born-again believer. She reads her Bible. She goes to church. She lifts her hands, does all that. But she has been to same-sex weddings, and I've asked her, what are you doing? And she will mm. try to use Scripture justified. And I ask her, I said, well, if a man is fixing to commit adultery against his wife, do you help him do that? Well, no. I said, well, if an abortion doctor is about Come to butcher on. a baby, are you going to participate in that? She said, no. I said, then why are you participating in something that God calls an abomination? That's right. And she doesn't have an answer for mm. me, but she gets really angry at me. 
And she told me this past week when she came to visit that the reason she runs around and loves on homosexuals, even though she doesn't agree with what they're doing, is because she knows one that reads her Bible every day and is so close to God. And I said, Terry, I'm not denying that she reads her Bible. I'm not denying that she prays. But I'm asking you, what point is she skipping over that scripture that tells you that when a woman lies with a woman, that it is not right? And when a man goes after a man, it's not okay. How do you justify what God calls it? Mm. And let me ask you another question. Why does that not matter? Why can you put away that scripture but not the other? And it just invites and invokes rage when you come at them with truth. And I don't understand Mm. it. Mm. Man, God bless you, Lori. Look, look. I'm going to tell you, I didn't know if Will was going to drop the organ for you at some point because, <laughs> I mean, you were you were preaching it, especially when especially when you were talking about what is coming from some of our pulpits. Some of our pulpits uh, contain the biggest and the largest propagandist. I mean, these are people who are in the pockets yeah. uh, for this agenda like they are really proliferating and proselytizing. Right. In a, in a space where you think you're going to be getting the truth, what you're really getting is a, a, a healthy dose of guilt. Yeah. I mean, if we can just say it that way, how many people do you know? Who do you hate? And, and all man, that is exactly what Lori called it. It is propaganda. And yep. I'm glad that she has the That's mental right. fortitude to reject it. And, and let me say this. The power of the spirit of God in dwelling us enables us to resist this as well. Will the Great, where do we go next? Let's go to James in Alabama. Hi, James. Hey, how you doing? Listen, I'm going to say it real quick. If you can train an elephant, you can train a child. But we are in the last days. So, you know, that's that's how I see it. Lot can find 50 when, when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. This is where we're at. Now, getting to the politics side, here's what the Democrats are trying to do. They're going to bring in Stacey Abrams, and they want to match up Stacey with Bernie or Bloomberg. Hmm. I just hope I just hope, you know, we don't fall for it as the Democrats or whatever, but I'm a Republican. and But I see them going that route, and I just hope America don't fall for that. Uh, but we are in the last days. If you mm-hmm. train your children, you put your children in church and you raise your children. See, that way that child won't forget what he's taught, and that's in the Bible. Amen. So I think that's mm-hmm. what's going on. A lot of people are letting their Thank kids you. train them. You know, yeah, you're right. Thank you, James. James. Man, that's exact. And, you know, Dwayne Wade said as much talking about that his son has taken the lead. They have followed the son's leading. Right. Uh, Let's try to squeeze in maybe one or two more calls. Will the great. Okay, let's go to Crystal in Texas. Hi, Crystal. Hi. uh, Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just want to say everybody else before me, man, I agree with everything. I love the show. I want to also. Piggyback on the LGBTQ whatever topic. <laughs> right. um, right. I, I don't know if maybe Christians are not paying attention, but including me, I think everybody kind of like slips a little bit, but the Satanists, Satanists are very smart. They're very clever, and they're working really hard hmm. on doing what they want to do. And so they are working really hard and learning whatever they need to do, but they're also learning our Bible so that they can make us feel bad. And they will, Mm. you know, try to give you the guilt trip and say, well, are you perfect? Well, no, nobody's perfect, but I'm still going to tell you that what you're doing is wrong because 
you are doing it out in the mm -hmm. open and it's affecting the little kids and they're very confused. And wow. so it's kind of our fault that what is happening right now is happening is because we're just letting everything slide and somebody needs to put their foot down and say, oh no, you're not going to, you know, do this in front of my children. You're not going to teach this in the schools. You're not going to, you know, everything that they're doing, they're being very clever. And like y'all were saying about manipulation, they're mm -hmm. doing that. And so we need to just mm -hmm. put our foot down and, and stop letting it happen. Yeah, you're right. You're right about Amen, that, Crystal. Amen, Crystal. Amen. I agree with you 110%. We have run out of time. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Aaron the Addisons. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, until then, Lord willing. God bless.